And I'm Kay, and our motto is that we only read the oh God, I that up. Uh, <laughs> And I'm Kay, and we only review a book by its cover. No, that's not good no, either. No, that's still not it. Uh, and you're Kay, and remember, oh, right. yes, we that's only it. judge yes. a book by its cover. Sorry, like, no, I've done this like a million times. Well. I know, I know. Sit down, sit down. So we find ourselves still among the towering stacks of your library. Well, where... the, the reduced stacks into the... Uh, yes, the, 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 the book fort that I constructed yes. very early, but but here, the, which has been like the library has been my home for some thirty weeks now. No. But you've been stuck here for for two weeks, and yes, I mean oh, that that must be that must be wearing on you. So I, it's, it's getting on my nerves a little bit. I, I can just from the opening, just just I just managed. Fortunately, I managed to get rid of our visitors, so that was good. Yes, just to catch everybody up on the unnecessary and quite unexpected lore. Um, the uh, the open day that uh, yes. was teased a few episodes ago actually came to pass. Yes, they were, and we actually had people here. We had some people Visitors, here. Visitors, they, they were in the visitor centre. They actually sat around and listened to us do our little uh, book review. Yeah, it was it was such a delight to see actual people, and then and then they left. No, yes, they were only here for the open day, so it's like they had to go again. So I like managed to make sure that they left again. Well, uh, how through the back door? The back door. Yeah, it's like fine. The Velociraptors were not in that area. They were, I think, they were sleeping, or maybe they were just like foraging for food, like having decided that they weren't getting to us for their for their uh, nutritional purposes. I think they're like I saw them like looking down from the balcony. I saw a few of them prowling around the uh, the reflecting pool, as we call it these days. Oh, yes, uh, reflecting on the duck massacre. Yes, yes. Uh, then like looking around wistfully there, seeing that there no more ducks were to be had here. Uh, uh, and contemplating the passage of time and the irreversibility. Well, I'm of, not sure if they go that far, but I would well, like to think so. There's one that wears a kimono. I'm sure that... I'm sure that Kimono? Made out of what? Look, I don't know. There was a and lot you of were complaining about you can't even get a silkworm to grow. Oh, I and, know. Like, and they have kimonos? Yeah, well... Look, don't look at me. Uh, like I know that they're, they're theatrical little fuckers, and they like their and they like their costumes. But uh, I have no idea where they get the things that they get, or where they even get the inspiration for a kimono. I mean, it's far from a tweed jacket. Uh, yeah, uh, as some might say, is my is my romper. But the thing that I'm more worried about is you, old buddy, old pal. Because yeah. you've been like I know what it's like to be stuck in this library mm-hmm. and away from the life that you're rapidly forgetting as the memories vanish with with every passing night. Oh well. uh, So I, I can. Imagine Imagine that it must be quite quite hard on you. How are you how are you holding up there? Oh, I'm fine. I'll be. Uh, I mean, that's not not like I haven't spent long times in the library before. It's like you know, poring over the old tomes and uh, losing myself in the reading. And sometimes it's been a while between my uh, trips outside again. It's like it has has it been like multiple weeks where you had to forage for your own food? And well, the latter part not so much. Although yeah. we do have managed to like dig back into the pantry. Uh, yes, yes. The, the the tunneling was a bit of a challenge. Mm, it's surprisingly hard, those old walls here. Mm, mm. And, like, well, we, we don't have exactly have, like, good tools here, so that's, like... Mostly bits of wall. Mm, yeah, and we managed to, like, uh, sacrifice a few awls and picks from the uh, from the book repair shop. So oh, like, yes, that helps. Studio, yeah. that helps digging through the walls. <laughs> but still, yeah, sandstone, you know, it's, like, it's not very hard stone, but still, it's quite a bit of effort to get through. Yeah, yeah, just uh, time and pressure. Also, has, also, uh, the, also, inhaling the dust is not very good for you either. 
it's a good thing we don't have sores, otherwise that would have got bad. Okay, no, that's that's very good to know. Uh, and so I have some I have some advice for you yes. uh, to help you through this time because as our uh, loyal readers at home know, uh, we are still under siege by the Velibraptors who hate the books based on films based on books. But as a as a junior librarian and you as owner of the library are, are, are staunch defenders of these uh, these precious resources. Yes. So we've uh, um, we've made a little fortress out of the uh, uh, the visitor center. The thing that I found that really helps with the uh, the crushing loneliness and 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 despair is to give yourself little quests to to to, to find little mm-hmm. little missions uh, to to fulfill. So it can be exploration. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty interested in costuming and uh, yeah, pageantry um, well, like that. We are kind of like stuck here in the visitor center annex uh, uh, refectory, but um, yeah, but you like you're only trapped by your imagination. Mm-hmm. Your or I should say the that your imagination is a, is a is a multiplier for any prison you might find yourself in. Well, we do have lots of books, and there's like always a good way to lose myself in one of those. I mean, I could just pull one out of the wall. Oh no no no, find- no 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 no! The, the, the structural integrity. Must come first. Well, yeah, well, well, the library like certain allowances could be made. To okay. also, I've been thinking, hmm. um, we could just like take those books uh, and hide them in the rafters, uh, or maybe under the false ceiling of the cafeteria, uh, and yeah. then we open the doors to the library and we let them look walk around, and they'll like do their little sniff and they'll try to find the books. They might tear your backpack apart because it still stinks of those books. But after they don't find anything, I think things will go back to normal. That's, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a risky proposition. Still like, got the broom. Like no, if, if, no, if they got, get nippy, of, if, of they, got the brooms. if they get nippy, then it's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we can we can try and conceal them in the uh, in the ceiling. I think is a I think that's that's a very promising idea. Hmm. Well, let's work on that the coming week. Yes, a quest. A quest. Yeah, like we have in our book. Ah, another contender for the podcast Segway Award of two thousand eighteen. Yes, what do we have in store for our readers this week? Right, this week's book is by Esther Friesner. It is called Chicks and Chained Males. Yes, it is the sequel again to Chicks in Chainmail. Ah, uh, but uh, we're not doing that one. We're doing Chicks and Chained Mail. Because we thought that would be a little bit more interesting than just than the chicks original. Chicks and chainmail is—it's <sighs> like it's a done trope, and chicks and chainmail adds a new dimension. The previous one was very clearly a, a, a gentleman's entertainment. If you look at the front, which has got a f- bit of a red versus blue theme going, yes, two uh, two ladies in chainmail, like the basically two typical, very fit women, typical chainmail bikinis. Yes, the the absurd. Uh, Utterly impractical. Well, like, it's the, it's, it's, it's the inverted, it's the inverted law of armor class, basically. Oh, how does that go? It's like the less armor you wear, the higher your armor class is. <laughs> I think it's got something to do with your opponent being distracted. So in this case, that's a, uh, that's a bit of a, a tricky proposition. But yes, we have a, we have a, a blonde haired woman in an armor bikini wielding a, uh, wielding a sword. Yeah, they're both, they're both wielding swords sword and shields. And shields. Raven haired lady. Oh, yeah, very nice. And the other one is kissed by fire. Ah, that's she exactly. is a, she is a ginger lady. She's Irish then, I guess. Oh, that's, that's... So could the other one be. You've got black Irish true, with true, true, true. curls yes. that my mother was always very envious of back mm. in Ireland. So, yes, uh, Chicks and Chained Males. It's a um, little departure of the uh, previous book in the series. I agree. Because even just the, the pure synopsis of the of the uh, previously in the in the Chicks and Chained Males series, uh, it was it was clear it was just a, a whole lot of um, young male wish fulfillment about uh, uh, buxom... Amazon chicks yeah. fighting their way around. Yes. Well, we're, we're, we're several years years down the line in this book and it's like uh, things have taken a bit of a turn for the worse namely it seems that it's been becoming harder and harder uh, no pun intended uh, for um, 
the, the, the populace of the land to reproduce due to yeah. a frightening drop in male fertility, it seems. Yeah, due to a, a, a significant shift in the gender spectrum um, as a result of a, an unnamed calamity, which explains why the, the, the last detail on the cover is a, 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 is a clothed, a plain clothed young man in, in chains uh, over whom the, uh, uh, the, the two women seem to be fighting. By the way, I keep forgetting to mention this, if you look down at your podcasting device, you should, should be seeing the cover of today's book and otherwise you can look in the show notes for an image and a link. And of course, if you follow us on Twitter at uh, CoverMyAssCast Very good! Then uh, you can always see this week's episode to cover as well. That's a very good point because we always post the unedited cover of uh, of today's book there as well. Very Fantastic. good mention! Oh. Yeah. yeah! I can see you I can see you picking up. See, I, like, having a quest sort of cheers you up and then your brain starts working again. Oh, oh thank you. I think that was a compliment. <laughs> 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 Speaking of damning with faint praise, let's have a look at what the uh, uh, what the synopsis is because it says here that Kenneth, a college DM, accidentally transports himself to a world where those precious few fertile males are little more than valuable but mindless studs, where his encyclopedic nerdery is mistaken for the lost art of sorcery. Mm. Now, that was a bit of a bit of a giveaway. I was, I was a yes. It was almost a shame that so much was uh, was given away on the cover because it takes a while for the story to uh, to pick up at that point. So it it kind of starts off with the let's call it in media res of uh, mm. our hero Kevin finding himself pretty much in the scene as it is uh, uh, described on the front cover of the book, where he's wondering how he got here and why there are two nubile ladies. Oh yes, and those are hold on. <laughs> Jordan the Javelin and Hilary the Halberd. They are uh, fighting, and it seems to be over him. He's also wondering why he's chained up, and yeah. why these two women who seem to be straight out of his, uh, let's say, fevered fantasies of... Uh, out of his dorm room. Out of his bunk. Nighttime, uh, <laughs> nighttime deliberations about yeah. where to take the campaign next week for his fellow nerds. DM, of course, stands for Dungeon Master, yes. the, the guide of a Dungeons & Dragons game. As a uh, as a DM, he's in charge of uh, uh, crafting and, and maintaining the autonomous operation of the world in which his players... Uh, uh, um, in which his players... Uh, fulfill their adventures yes. uh, and to provide them with uh, adventures and quests. It's a cooperative storytelling thing. It's yeah. like what you'd almost think that like people would be doing when they're like making up books for, for podcasts. Like, I don't know anybody <laughs> who would do that, but no. it's... Uh... Especially, and especially they, they certainly wouldn't be self-referential even this far into the podcast. That would be gauche. Marveling <laughs> at their own concept. No, no, no one would do that. I'm afraid of no gauche. <laughs> yeah. Ow. It makes me feel good. So, yes, uh, it, 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 yes. It, it begins in media res with, uh, um, uh, uh, with our, our hero. And I, I did notice that you called him Kevin. I think he was called Kenneth. But, Kenneth, sorry. Uh, yes, no, you're right. I think I, I, I can understand the, the confusion. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Ms. Friesner uh, seems to forget his exact name almost immediately. Like it's, it, it, it's Kevin, and then it's Kendall, Kenny, and then and it's, it's Kieran, and, and then it's Keith for a while. And it just like goes all over the place. So yes, the fight is short and bloody because it turns out that chain-built bikinis are all nice if you're fighting another guy. But if you're fighting another one last, then like they're going to go for the unarmored bits. Yes, the whole uh, distraction thing doesn't really... Doesn't work for doesn't anything. Doesn't really work. So it's an incredibly, I mean, it's incredibly yes. vicious and violent and bloody. And, you know, Jordan's javelin goes right, right through Hillary's sternum. And uh, yeah. uh, the fight is uh, <laughs> oh, over in no time flat. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 
um, for for the for our readers at home, uh, we we maintain the progress through the plot with notes on the on what we call the Omega board. And now for the first time, he has crossed out an existing note. This is it's still there. It's just it's, like I'm just like marking it as deceased. I, you know, I know. I'm just quite, I'm just kind of shocked. I didn't know we could do that. It's, yeah. It almost feels like writing in the margins of a book. Uh, mm, I have strong feelings about that. Uh, <sighs> so, I mean, it's 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 permissible depending on the book, but it's, no. And I think it's I think it's entirely necessary in this case to maintain some semblance because yes. these, like this book goes through quite a few characters, and I think yeah. it would be easy for for us to like if we can like remember which is the current ward of Kevin of uh, Kieran. Yes, Kieran. that's right. Yes, that's what I said, Keith. Which uh, uh, which is yeah, Jordan the javelin. She is she is victorious. He starts like questioning uh, our good uh, Kevin about where he's which from I think and a like very good device because that that does allow us as the as the reader to find out more about about where he came from and how he's how he's feeling. He's rather confused as he's to a bit how he's got there. Yes. He's a bit it's like, it's like investigation of the area reveals a witch's summoning circle or something along that. There's uh, yeah. clearly some arcane symbols which have been burnt out in the grass. Uh, some smoke continuing to rise, the scent yeah. of sulfur in the air. Exactly. Uh, bats screeching instead of birds. A circle of wilted mushrooms. Um, boo. No. Boo. Mushrooms. Not, mushrooms. No, I'm fond of mushrooms. We're not going to go on about tea again, are we? No, I'm just fond of mushrooms. Okay. It's, the, it's like everybody's entitled to their foibles. I'd have some mushrooms later. You could try the crawl space. <gasps> There's a crawl space. Oh, yes, of course. It's a crawl space. Well, why didn't we try that? Well, why haven't the Velibraptors tried the crawl spaces yet? They're clever, those little fuckers. Uh, I've seen uh, aliens, or, or rather, I've read Aliens, the book of the Yeah, film. but the entrance to the crawl space is always covered by cocoa mats, you know, a mat made of co- from coconut fiber. They can't lift it. They can't get their fingers underneath it to get oh, the mat lifted up. Oh, precious. Yeah. Because they, I mean, they've, they've, they've got little forearms. So they're, yeah, but they can't reach, they can't, I mean, have you ever have you ever seen a velociraptor try and touch their own toes? Yes, I have. It's the it's the it's the cutest thing. It's a little squawk and then a face plant and then it's like <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it, it reminds me of a Billy Connolly joke. The the beautiful imagery. Have you ever seen a dachshund trying to get up the stairs with an erection? <laughs> Bless Biggin. Yes. But so, as a fish out of water, he doesn't really get through to her, or he doesn't really satisfy or her desire for, for more information, uh, because what he says to her makes no sense. He says that he was just in his dorm room. He says that he was preparing for uh, his next uh, his next D&D session. Yes, he was, his, reading, he, was, he was reading up on the spell list, which makes her think that he's the one who was responsible for the summoning circle and all of that yes, going around really there. Yes, he shouldn't have said that. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He thinks he's talking to a uh, girl from the nearby Comic-Con uh, event. Yes, that's right. He thinks that this is cosplay gone horribly, horribly right. wrong. <laughs> well, the, he, well. Is, he is splashed with the, the, the blood of, oh, yeah. it's hard to see when it's crossed it's out, Hillary the Halbert. Yes, he's, he's like sitting there with a the stabbing and uh, <laughs> uh, he's like trying to... With a what? Stabbing. Please. It's from The Meaning of Lith. The Meaning of Lith by, by Douglas Adams. A stabbing is a awkward erection that you cannot hide because you have too short a jacket on. So it's like... <laughs> yes. It, it was a game they used to play and they actually turned into a book. They pick a, uh, a name from a town, from a village, somewhere in oh, the yes, UK. That's what it was. And they make up a dictionary definition for that. Yeah. Uh, so in order to distract himself from that, from that awkward situation, uh, he, he, he tries to explain more about the, the D&D campaign that he was making because yes. that's how he interprets her 
her a question about these uh, uh, these spells that he was that he was talking about. And so as soon as he starts starts talking about one of his main uh, 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 NPCs, uh, Unquendiel Talquenquith, she immediately assumes that that's his name because that's the only name that that makes sense. So Which, she can't she can't sort of deal with. Well, and that's I guess why she keeps calling him Unquendiel. Yes, Talquenquith. Talquenquith. Do I have to say it every all all the time every time? They're real sticklers in this world for saying the whole the whole thing. So when he just introduces himself as Kenneth, that immediately seems like a lie because who would introduce themselves with a mononym? Mm. It makes no sense. At the very least, have a have a superlative or yes. have a, an, a, a, a denominator. Yes, I mean, there's not even a single apostrophe in this. How can he be of any of any importance? Jordan now decides that he's called Unquendiel Talquenquen. Mm. And promptly holds him off because he's already conveniently in change, which was presumably the doing of Hilary de Halbert. Yeah, she'd, she'd started the work and, uh, and, and Jordan finished it and dragged him well, off. Well, Jordan to... finished Hilary. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they dragged him off towards the guild hall, of course. Ah, yes. The, uh, the guild in... Manthrop. Manthrop. Manthrop, yes. Well, that makes sense because, like, he's a male and, like, yeah. they're, 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 he's an enslaved male and enchained male, one would even say. Um, so he must obviously be valuable because otherwise why bother with one so uh, it is of to the uh, sluts guild <laughs> to the sluts guild yes that's right <laughs> because Where... this man has to be evaluated for his value <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um, where, uh, where the, uh, uh, where the, 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 the chick warrior in this case, uh, Jordan the Javelin, is greeted by... No, uh, He's just randomly uh, picking up notes of his, uh, both at this point. So. Ah, that's Robin the Rapier. Robin oh. the Rapier greets, greets Jordan the Javelin at yes. the, uh, uh, at the door. Uh, and after a, a hearty greeting, because they're, uh, uh, they go back a long way. I believe that Robin the Rapier, before she settled down as a, uh, to run the Sluts Guild as the, mm-hmm. as the administrator, she was quite the, uh, the dashing, uh, adventurer herself, and she may have. It's only where you become Guildmaster. Yeah, right. And, 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 and perhaps I, I got the impression that maybe Jordan apprenticed under her, and that's why they're so fond of each other. Oh, it could. Well, they certainly greet each other as, uh, intimate friends. Well, the, 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 the bosom like, buddies. I'm wondering, well, like when you're doing this whole chainmail hug, it's like, you know, when, 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 when you're leaning into a kiss, one person leans left, the other person yeah. leans right, uh, to avoid, like, awkward teeth clashing and stuff like that. I wonder if the same happens if you have, like, got chain mill bosoms, if you kind of have to, like, angle See, left and right that, so that there's, like, a little bit... Yes. I wonder if there's, like, a rules of etiquette for that, that you, that you sort of check out each other's equipment, haha, oh. before you go in for the, before you go in for the effect. Yeah. And the, and the, and the wibble wobble. Uh, I suppose, yeah. But it would make sense for there to be a convention about which direction the weft of one's mail goes, the yes. chains, so that you can do the, the, the brushing past and the, and the embrace without yes. like interlocking and, and just being stuck. But that's only when you have poor manufacturing. If you've got like little gaps between the rings and almost like as bad as getting your braces stuck when you're kissing someone as a teenager. <laughs> 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 Crap. Yeah, well, in in this world where where so many of the chicks are wearing chainmail, like especially it, the ones hanging around the guild hall. Uh, yes, yeah, guarding the uh, uh, the sluts guild at once because it's it is one of the more dangerous places in uh, uh, the lands of uh, Scantila and Voluptia. Mm-hmm. Um, what, but it's also one of the more like it is a very very important place. Like they, these are the uh, these are the males of uh, in this case Mount Throbbit is, is in Scantila, which is in a in a in a tenuous détente with the, the rival nation of, of Voluptia, and, and either of them would gladly seize the other's uh, males, seizing well, the means of reproduction. Well, yes. Well, I mean that's what the slot guild's all about. It's like well, uh, are we going to pre- 
appreciate that? Seating sorry? means of reproduction? Oh, I suppose. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. No, no okay. like I, mis- no, I no, went over. It went- on. So, yes, these are the uh, uh, the Scantolin sluts. They're prize breeding stock. Um, and like it is the it is the sluts guild at this point in, 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 in this world that facilitates the continuation of the species. Yes. There's a plague upon the land in which most males aren't like capable of reproducing anymore. Yeah. It's like they just seem to be shooting blanks, I suppose. It's not a matter of unable, being unable to perform, but it's being more a matter oh, of being no. unable. Otherwise, the sluts guild would have been like overrun completely. Anybody who wants to like have a kid and like propagate the species is pretty much dependent on the sluts guild. Yep. Uh, a noble profession. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can say that it's a profession. No, you're, you're right. It's, it's like, not even a profession. It's being thrust upon them. The sluts in question don't really have much of a option. No. It's like they're, it's, it's, it's called a guild, but it's not the, the, the sluts who have like started the guild. It's like they're being, they're, they're just like being their guild property essentially. Yeah. Which is why the males are chained. It's a bit of a stud market. Meanwhile, in the, in the guild of the witches and warlocks, uh, yes, yes. There is oh. a, a Sasha the Skim and Scimitar. Yes. <laughs> you know, help yourself. All the green ones are named. That no, that's what that I figured. That I wrote down from the book. It actually turns out the one who sent uh, Hilary the Halbert out to uh, perform the ritual, which uh, got Unquendel uh, Talquian. Uh, yes. Dalmar. Unquendel Talquanquith, yes. Unquendel Talquanquith, yes. So Sasha notices that, like, Hilary was like, do back and she's not yeah so as she goes next door to the thieves guild ah yes to uh hire uh lindsay the lance lindsay the lance yeah and send her to find out what happened to hilly jill halbert i'm surprised that she there's that she went pole, to the... there's a lot of pole arms in this thing isn't well, there no i hadn't noticed <laughs> i'm surprised that she didn't go to vivian the Vulge. Oh, for uh, from the from the assassins guild, but I guess she must have been uh, she must have been unavailable at the oh, time. I didn't have an assassins guild on here, but like I can re- yeah. recommend that. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why, because a lot of these guilds up in up in Mount Throb are uh, like they're a little bit empty. Like the witches and warlocks, there's not a lot of them. Oh no no, I mean there, there was always a, there never were. No, there's always been a small guild. It's like always been just been like you know just a few people around, maybe a master and an apprentice or two, and that's about it. It's not like the other guild halls, which are like bustling centers of commerce. And, right, uh, the, the thieves' guild is incredibly busy. Oh yeah, but so Lindsay is sent off to uh, uh, to investigate who made off with. Uh, well, gets uh, gets informed where Hillary was supposed to do the thing, and she treks through the woods, finds the uh, location in which uh, it is not hard to the, find the summoning had happened. No, I mean Hillary's corpse is still there, and, and the mountain lions have gotten at her. And there's like you know there's like a little less of her corpse there. They're like they've chowed down a little bit and they've dragged her up into a tree, but yeah. like still easy enough to find due to the blood trail. Okay. There was clearly signs of battle here. So what happened? Uh, Hillary got vanquished by the uh, by someone. She was sent out to summon a uh, uh, a warlock. Well, I mean, she figured like, yeah. okay, where where would a male have been taken? Like anybody who has taken finds a male here, chained up male, where would they take him? And so that's good. Like, yeah, yeah it, it's so, the only place that makes yeah. sense. So Lindsay obviously sets off uh, back to uh, back uh, to Mount Throb, back to Scantilla, off to the guild hall. Yeah, which is right next door to the uh, the the guild of witches, warlocks, and the thieves guild. Like it's, it's all around all around the same block. It's just literally like, kitty corner. So she's she went like all that way, all the way back. Yeah. Oh, fuck. 
<sighs> like, here we are again. Okay, might as well stick my nose in here now. Like, she really like, I should have started here. Uh, really, I mean, but of course that has uh, uh, that has given uh, uh, Keenan a chance to, to 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 better sort of inhabit his role of Unquendiel Talquenquith. But he's practically started the campaign at this point, rattling off of this like the stories. He's being he's being a typical nerd, and of course, like all the all the people here in the guild hall are thinking like he's regaling them with actual tales of his past, when in fact he's just he's just talking about the D and D campaign that he's been hosting for the last year at uh, in his college dorm. Yeah, but seeing a, a male who was so erudite and and interested and, and yeah that is that is that is kind of rare because those few uh, reproductive capable males are they don't get the chance to like mentally develop much you know from the time that they're good enough to go so to yeah. speak they're like in demand and uh, male doesn't need to be able to read or entertain in other ways than the carnal i suppose so so a few of those underdeveloped uh, uh, strapping young lads they 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 do gravitate toward this this example of ultimate manhood as far as they can they can see someone right. who's, who's mm. seen multiple worlds he's a bit of a pasty nerd and you know, like you know at least he's skinny and they envy him for the for the for the speltness of his body whereas they've got all these stupid steel hard lumps on yes. their on their bodies and they're oh they can they can just lift everything and break everything and they don't have the the refinement of unquendiel telquenque so, like one of his one of his best buddies, and it's convenient that they all have such unisex names, isn't it? So that's oh shit, that's Taylor the two-handed battle hacks. Well, well, they've got to alliterate. So Taylor sort of follows him around, almost like a like a like a little lost puppy. It's, well, I mean, we know what the two-handled battle axe refers to in this yeah, regard. Yeah, like, yeah, down to the knees, I would you're, say. You're asking about the pole arms. Definitely, it's Ryan. <laughs> Very good. Um, and so Cody sort of takes him under his wing and and gives him uh, a D and D name. And at this point, uh, Taylor, the two-handed battle axe, becomes Jizzed Joe Urden. So he's the kind of DM who does who does creatively. Like like steel, yeah, steel is fair to say from uh, from various source materials. And, and what you, what source materials did he, did he steal this one from? Oh, I thought you were a nerd. Drizzt, Drizzt, Dro Erden, the uh, uh, the Drow elf of many books, and he's just one of those breakout characters that a lot of novels sprung no, up about. I did read my share of D and D novels back in the Dragonlance days, but uh, I'm afraid that the whole um, um, Underdark. Yeah, I know where it's from. I did not read much into those books. Well, uh, and, and neither did anyone else in this world. So, uh, uh, Taylor, the two-handed uh, battle axe, is immensely ple- is immensely pleased that he has been he has been dubbed Jizzed Joe Erden. Uh, Lindsay the Lance bursts into the Sluts Guild and goes straight up to which one did we say? Sasha. No, uh, wait. Um, Jordan the <laughs> Jordan the Javelin. No, wait. She's not in charge. Yeah. Oh, in the in in, Robin in, in the charge Rapier. of uh, Robin the Rapier. Robin she's the Rapier. in charge That's of the Guild the one. Hall. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I thought you meant like uh, Jordan, who was like. Uh, uh, who had like is technically in charge of uh, Unquendil uh, right now? Uh, of who? <laughs> Unken- <laughs> Unquendil It's not a silly name, not at all. No, <laughs> it's a it's a very cool name. It is absolutely. And and uh, Corin would be very upset if you if you if you told him otherwise. You told him that it wasn't cool. Unquendil Talquinquin. Yes. Um. So yes, she she basically slaps a challenge to her. It's like I guess it's one of where the chainmail gloves come in handy. And having just seen the the brutality of a of, of a duel between two chainmailed chicks. Our, our hero, Gwadiel Tarquenquith. Oh, yes, him. He, he reflexively, with his head full of D&D and, and overconfidence, 
recite a cantrip from the uh, which as uh, and and to explain more D and D stuff to you since you seem to be so out of the loop. A cantrip is a is a zero level spell that you can just do if you're if you're a magically endowed mm-hmm. person. It doesn't need special training. You can just do, and it's all all very small stuff like uh, like making some lights appear yes. or some other fun ones like a little a little splash of acid. But he casts one of these these cantrips just to make a little light appear and rabbit chickens cows and ducks let there be light fiat looks uh, and to everyone's astonishment it fucking works let there be light and there was yeah so this conflict is immediately over Lindsay the Lance and uh, uh, and Robin the Rapier they they put down their everybody freezes and takes rapier. a step back yes. And, yes and goes like <gasps> the prophecy as it was foretold there is a male mage in town which makes sense because yeah. like that's what like Sasha was like going for and like she wanted one of those male mages yeah. to uh, and like no at first and I think that's quite a cute thing that's been doing because it's led to believe that the whole summoning ritual was uh, enacted and basically got it wrong because like they were mm. like yes we were like we it summoned a mage but it was a D and D mage ha, ha, ha. Only like, a like, like, yeah like hey we got you there <laughs> like you know it's like in, in in the good genie tradition of uh, giving you not what you want but oh, yes, what, the, you, what the you ask for not what pool. you want yes exactly yeah. you know with a genie you might just like end up with a uh, uh, foot long tall guy who's like very good with uh, at uh, playing the piano. Yeah, I don't think anybody needs to needs to be walked through that one. Okay, good. <laughs> this complicates matters. So, someone from the uh, witches and warlocks guild is summoned, and of course, it's Sasha. Cause like, yeah, because there's not really anybody else. When some breathless young lass comes oh, running yeah, in, that would have been uh, 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 Carol the knife. Yes, <laughs> you can tell that they're kind of an NPC on the side. They're well, not really very carefully. Gets, gets, I mean, she's just a young little lass who's just like working her way through the guilds and like trying to like work up to her own first set of chainmail, and she's capable of. It out a little bit. It is not mentioned what she's wearing. Oh no! Huh? Oh, I kind of like. You no. kind of. It must be like novices' robes, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I guess it's not important to mention if it's not chainmail. I mean, like every uh, yeah. chainmail in the book gets like described into well, almost oh, boring, minute God, detail. Yes. And brigand and chainmail and like interlocking, yeah, double yeah. interlocking, uh, adamantite like ring locked. Uh, oh, uh, very good. Yeah. Pin locked. Yeah. Whether or just like crimped shut or if it's actually uh yeah um, the, the the various I mean, I've never seen that, that many for. synonyms for chink oh uh, there's that yes it's a very onomatopoeic book a, this uh, ch- yes there's a chink maybe in that the was chain. i mean if we look at the if we look at the cover again i mean it's it's it, it, it might just be chinks in whoops no i don't want to say that out loud that's what i meant to say no 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 whoopsie doodle <laughs> moving moving safely along now that the the secret is out the the various guild leaders including oh who else uh, well there's the, there's the head of the slaves guild oh yes which is where all the non-fertile males tend to end up yeah Courtney the Cutlass. At this point, it turns out that there's one person missing after basically all the guild masters are uh, called together regarding this matter. Oh, yeah. Yes, and turns out there's one guild master missing, which is... Fuck. Which is Bobby the Blade. Yeah. Yes, who happens to be the guild master of the Nemesis Guild. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha and the other guild masters decide that, like, right. which ones again? Oh, uh, that would be Robin the Rapier. Yeah, and, from, the, uh, from the Slut Guild. Yes, and Courtney the Cutlass from the Slaves Guild, and uh, uh, Carol the Knife. 
Uh, no, she was just a. She oh, was she was. A, she, she was just. No, sorry. She was just a novelist. Sorry about that. I, I, you, I don't think you read this book very carefully. Oh, uh, I might have read the cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, I took some notes. So the guild masters like decide what the cause of this threat to the land is and send uh, some investigation in uh, to, uh, as we say, feel Bobby the blade by the tooth, as we say it in Dutch. Uh, <laughs> they send off Jordan and amazingly enough, and Quendil Tal Quin Quin. Unquendiel Talquenquith. I've only said Unquendiel Talquenquith. Oh, the th- 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 at the end. For the readers at home, it says Unquendiel Talquenquith smudge. Because I ran out of notes. I know. And it's a really long and very cool name. Uh, you should have left away the space there, but never mind. Like, Everyone's a critic. Well, yes. We, we review books. Of course I'm a critic. <laughs> uh, so, yes. They send them off on a quest of their own. Yeah, a fact-finding mission. mission. It's like there's a the... lot of debate on whether such a valuable mail should be... Uh, um, exposed to dangers like that. But, you know, they go like, I mean, well, why, why send him if he's like, I mean, we can keep him here, but like he's going to be useful doing the things he does. And we haven't had a warlock for years. I mean, there was like, there's been like many debates about uh, if the Witches and Warlocks Guild shouldn't be renamed to the Witches Guild because there hasn't uh, been a warlock in centuries. Or frankly, the Frauds Guild, since they well, uh, they don't really seem to like this. This summoning circle was the very first bit of actual magic that they that managed the in recorded history. In- yes. Ever and like the and like, oh, oh we don't do magic we just talk about magic it's like with the exception of and at this point I think the writer made it may have made a terrible mistake when they just wrote the actual like historical figure who who caused this calamity in mm-hmm. this world uh, had just a just a, a random just a random name like oh, motherfucker Beverly the Battle Axe which makes no sense Beverly for the a Battle Axe which yeah. makes no sense for a, a great warlock a, a male in this case who uh, uh, through the practice of uh, magical experimentation accidentally unleashed this thaumaturgical uh, scourge play. yes the, it was, oh, the, the scourge the, 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 the cause of infertility between yeah. uh, of, 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 of the males in the land so to speak never and to be seen himself again and Quindil Tal Quint Quinth Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And Quith. The fact that he was the mage that he, they were trying to summon might have actually made the, the summoning work. So yes. Like if they just like yeah. locked onto some other male who didn't have the power within him, so to speak, it would never have worked. Uh, right. So I guess it's just one of the little serendipities that an author occasionally uh, allows himself in order to make the story uh, come together in a way. One of those convinc- coincidences that only happen in great literature and real life, according mm. to a little quote from Darren Morgan oh, in uh, uh, Millennium, the television series Ooh. that I really like. This will take a lot longer than we've just condensed it to in order to review well, this book. Well, yes. I mean, we've just given the names of all of these people. If we took the time to actually describe all of their various chain mails and, 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 and weapons. And we- enterprises and uh, like there's a lot of running back and forth between the uh, the mountains of uh, Voluptia and uh, Scantilla. Uh, there's a lot of jogging. There's a lot of jogging. There? There's a lot of jogging and bouncing and... Uh, and for some reason like the, the main path between these two rocky nations is along the beach. So they um, have to do a lot of beach jogging. Especially those scenes. Like I can't escape like the visions of Vaseline smeared on lenses. I, low I know, light. Right? And I've never Sparkling seen water droplets being thrown up by feet running through the uh, close-ups of, uh, of various jiggling terrain features. <laughs> yes, the, the the gently undulating yet firm curves of the dunes, uh, and yeah, I've never seen something written so clearly in semi-slow motion. <laughs> Certain chapters just took me like half as long to read as other ones did. It was it's amazing. Just, it was it was mesmerizing. It's like the brain slows down uh, along with the frame rate. Da, 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 da. Oh no, that's da, not da, 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 da. playing with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Um, 
I need to. You'll be in your bunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, fortunately, I have my I have my little tweed romper, so I'm not in danger yes. of stepping. Brief fight between the nemesis and the witches and the warlocks. Lots of chains being mailed and like stabbings and spell castings. Uh, Turns out that lightning-based spells do really well against chainmail. Yeah, uh, even cantrips. Just imagine if, if a uh, cantrip just gives you an electrical zap. If that electrical zap happens to land on the chainmail bikini that is co- covering your nipples, you are going to get yourself a purple nurple <laughs> yeah. which is just a distraction that someone like oh Lindsay the Lance needs yes. to uh, uh, to get uh, uh, Barry the, ba- the battle axe no uh, what was her name again uh, Bobby the Blade I mean even even, and I thought that this was kind of cool uh, 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 Robin the Rapier um, sensing that the battle is not going quite well because uh, let me see Bobby the Blade has some additional help in the form of Francis the Flail and Pat the Pike so she's got a significant fighting force oh well you know, actually, any nemesis would make sure to have some minions. Right. Like, uh, like the, the, the Guild of Minions is just around the corner, which is always good for uh, some uh, reinforcements in time of need. Yeah. But so Robin the Rapier, very cunningly, uh, as the as the as the master of the the, the Sluts Guild, has uh, recruited Jizd Dro Erden, who appears on the battlefield, mm-hmm. glistening and not even chainmailed. No, it's very daring, very like very distracting. He is yes. covered in oil. He slips and falls almost immediately. But <laughs> I thought this was a lovely bit of literary symmetry because the uh, the whole thing of the original book Chicks and Chainmail was that a woman fighter uh, wearing very very little as they as they do in Scantle and mm. Voluptia had the advantage over uh, easily distracted hetero males and it's come full circle uh, now it's just like the oily muscles and the yep, all these uh, is it, I think is it, is it a jock strap that he's wearing can you imagine a chainmail g-string <laughs> <laughs> I guess a jock strap really would be the way to go there right yeah absolutely pretty... and you have probably have to have to shave if you don't then you're going to get epilated so <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and results the same results <laughs> the same with the with the help of his distraction and and, and uh, yeah, some some combat prowess, uh, uh, a little bit of spells, spell destruction in times of need. Yeah, our uh, the uh, nemeses are defeated, and the uh, uh, the noble guilds are are victorious. Yes, there's a big guild party, lots of sluts being paraded out uh, to uh, please the victors. But sluts who themselves now see see opportunity for uh, uh, for themselves, like more than well, just breeding. Well, stuff. it's like, going to be it's going to be a while until yeah, the uh, until the curse has been lifted completely. I mean, like everybody who's already affected is not going to get changed, but at least they know that future generations will not have the uh, Bobby the Blades uh, evil uh, uh, yes, malicious, curse upon malicious the land. Plans, yeah. Yes. Um, and and we close with, I mean, at no point has Kenneth, which is how he started, and now apparently the writer has remembered, really tried to get you know home. I mean, as soon as as soon as he arrived in the in, in Sluts Guild and 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 took on the mantle of Gwendiel Talquenquith, that was kind of it. Oh yeah, he's like, like he's he beat, has, beating it in the dorm room, so to speak. He has quests to fulfill. Yes, exactly. Yes, he finds himself entirely at home and in the now united lands of uh, uh, Scantala and uh, Voluptia. Sure. Yes, uh, because nothing nothing unites two to intractable enemies like a like a common foe it's one of the more satisfying endings it's a bit cliche as well like you know a little nerd gets his happy fantasy fulfilled in a way that he could not have even imagined I that we need to oh yeah we need to so, chuck out Francis Bob and Francis and, and, and has the pike and, and which, which other one uh, Bob Bartlett the, the, the battle axe or whatever her name was I can't read oh Beverly Beverly, Beverly the battle axe she bought it and had the pike Carol the knife remember she also was uh, oh was she I think she was like she was one of the, she was one of 
of the henchmen brought in. No, she was the she was the little novice with the. No, uh, that was Robin the Rapier. No, Robin the Rapier was in charge of the Sluts Guild. Oh right, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being set up here. <laughs> You, you, you have indeed, but this is, this is one of the, like, this is one of the ways that I'm trying to lighten your spirits, to give you little, well, give you little challenges, little quests that we have to fulfill. Absolutely. Uh, much like, uh, uh, Unquendiel Talquilquith, because that is his identity now, is left, mm-hmm. his, you know, he has the responsibility to restore this land to its, uh, uh its former glory. Yes. Um, well, and, I mean, and uh, it, the unfortunately, spectrum. the other person who buys it is, uh, Jordan the Javelin, who, Oh, uh, yeah, that was yeah. abrupt, wasn't it? She well, fucking dies. Well, not yet. I mean, she's like the last one who gets like bladed by Bobby. And oh, of course, yeah. it lets Quendiel Talquenquith uh, the beautiful position of becoming the guild master of the Sluts Guild. He's got an honorary position in the Witches uh, and Warlocks Guild as well, being the first male warlock in wherever. Yeah, it's it's weird how he becomes uh, master of the Sluts Guild when Robin the Rapier, the the master of the Sluts Guild, is still alive. But I guess I she abdicates she, or something. No, hang on, hang on. Who just? Died? I think she, no, just Jordan. Jordan no, Hillary the Halbert. Oh, Hillary. Jordan the, Hel- the Javelin defeated Hillary the Halbert and brought Quendiel Talquenquith to the Sluts Guild, led by never, Robin the never Rapier. Never mind. Yeah. Yes, sorry. No, uh, she's dead. I mean, she's fucking dead. Okay, well. And now there are two masters of, uh, <laughs> of the yeah, so, well, well, we have... It's sa- not really weird. <laughs> it's... I think I think the author just lost track of what she was doing. So how are we going to rate this the book? Yes. This book? Because I thought it was... I thought it was fantastic. I mean, look at how many characters they were. And they were also... I mean, I was going to say, they were all distinct from each other. They all they, they all had different chainmail and I guess a different... Different guild pole arms. Different yeah, a lot of, lots of arms. I mean, if you set up a matrix between our weapons, guilds, and... Um, um, alliterative names. It, you, like, there's not much of an overlap. Not <laughs> no, any, I actually, think. No. Actually, no, no, no. Which is impressive. Like, it's it's one of those rare anti-Venn diagrams where, <laughs> where there's where absolutely people, no overlap. No, yeah. exactly. You can only exist outside of the. Uh, uh, so this makes it quite difficult to rate. I mean, certainly we loved it, but how are we going to rate this book? Oh, let me see. Well, do we want uh, to go with magic or slots? Oh, oh. Do you have a good slot number? A d20. Oh, yeah. yeah. The magic well, number is, of course, a d20. So if you roll your d20, what, what do you, what I does think, this score? I think I'm going to use my mage hand, and when I roll the d20... Oh, that's a cantrip. That's very good. It's not a cantrip. It's actually a second or thing. I think it's a first or a second level spell. Are you sure it's not a cantrip? It, it might have been different, on ver- depending on the version as well. Because certain spells, like a light spell, used to be a first level, and then it got uh, moved to a cantrip. Readers at home, our Twitter is at CoverMyAssCast. Our email is covermyasscast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you whether Mage Hand is or is not a cantrip. Thank you very much. So roll your d20 and what does the book score? It says 17. 17 out of 20. A- another, I believe we've had a 17 out of 20 before. So this is oh. a, a, a par for the course. Yes, because they made that, that great joke about how it appeared in the first episode of the second season of Lex, 17 times out of 20, said um, by the robot head 719. Yes. My God, I need a life. Well, it's also a prime number. And speaking of prime numbers, the primary way that you can show your appreciation for this podcast, yeah, Podcast Every Awards 2018, here I come, uh, is, is by leaving a review on your podcasting uh, service of choice, or just just let us know that you uh, that you had a good time, or even better, let a friend know, especially if that friend is a podcasting service full circle. So what do we have in store for our readers next week? Yes, next week's book is by Tom Robbins. It's called Half Asleep in Frog Pajamas. <laughs> that about covers it. Uh, thank you for joining us here at Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we yeah, only we judge a book by its cover. cover. <laughs> <laughs> like a little frog kigu or something. Yeah, we'll have matching kigus. Yeah, best kigu buddies. Yeah. Yes. Like, don't you want to fly around to kigu?